Welcome to the second episode of Sofa Chats with Rab and Freya. And what we're going to talk about is the Christmas adverts this year. Yeah, it's like Christmas has come early, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Especially in our house. We, like, started watching Christmas films, I don't know. Like, beginning of November, probably. Yeah, like, really, really soon. I mean, I'm obsessed with Christmas, but I feel like I made everyone watch it really early. (laughs) Like, really early. What have we seen? We've seen... What's the first thing we watched? The Holiday. Yeah, The Love Love Actually. Um... There's, there's another one called Holiday that I saw. Oh yeah, Holiday Netflix. What did you think of the Holiday? Because I know you hadn't watched that before, and I was I'm obsessed with oh, the film. The Holiday. It was, it was good. It's very cheesy. I yeah. think it's supposed to be cheesy though. <laughs> so it's really like one of those shitty films that you'll like enjoy because yeah. it's so bad. Like it, it's, it's not bad. It's just you know, <sighs> unrealistic. I guess. Yeah, it's got the whole life swap. Yeah, basically, if, basically, if like none of you have watched it, they swap houses and they're both like problematic with their love lives, and then they go swap houses. Then yeah, they get one in America, lives. one in UK, and also unrealistically big houses. Like mm-hmm. they're both very they <laughs> seem well off in the film, and then they basically switch lives and find romances elsewhere. Yeah, and then the ending is just very like cheesy mm-hmm. i guess i think a, i like a silly christmas film i really like like elf or yeah the Polar express it was very good it's i that's one of my favorites because i think it's such a feel-good film yeah i can't believe it took me that long to watch it yeah i know <laughs> but i feel like with elf and stuff that's very like usual christmas film to watch yeah such a classic we still need to watch nativity that's one of my favorites i too. do not like nativity <gasps> i don't know why you? i just can't why <laughs> i don't know i think it's because there's too many like children in it yeah and really cheesy. annoying <laughs> the songs are elite in it like i think there's such good songs in them it's such a you film i feel really yeah <laughs> well, because it's like a musical yeah yeah well the fact that you don't like musicals could be something to do with it but yeah yeah, so basically christmas has started early in our house and Mm -hmm. we were just talking about um the christmas ads because the john lewis has recently come out yeah it's not so recently anymore is it probably like a week or so ago yeah what did you think of the john lewis advert um like at first i wasn't that impressed i was Mm. like oh this doesn't really feel that christmasy and it felt a bit like random like i didn't really get it i'm just shocked they didn't mention they didn't mention corona in it yeah i thought it was gonna be like like someone put on twitter like oh it's gonna be all them at zoom and then it's gonna be like tearful because <laughs> i can't see their family at christmas like people carol caroling on zoom or something. yeah but um no well because i liked it after i found information about it so the different animations if you haven't watched it shows different scenes and they're all by different creative teams because of the pandemic and how it's had an effect on creative industries and i thought that was really really nice but if i didn't know that information i just think it was a bit like oh yeah just a bit bish bash bosh like yeah especially with it's got a nice message though yeah like give like love give a little love yeah i think that's to do with like community and like how like corona's brought everyone together I, i'm quite glad they didn't do like a zoom one though i think that yeah, was yeah. a more sensitive yeah and then way it, of putting it no yeah i feel like um previous years though i've been much better i would say definitely but i mean it's debatable because 
that some of them are really good one year and then sometimes they're just lacking. Yeah. Like, I really like, you know, the animation one with the animals and the oh, words yeah. with the bear. You know that cost them, um like, ten seven million? Ten seven million? Oh, really? Yeah, and I feel... I'm not surprised. I just... I feel like... Because I think they did the... F- I think the first one was with my, like, favourite one was the little boy and he, like, waits to give the presents yeah. to the parents. And that's, like, one of my favourite ones, but... That one is really cute. I think, like, John Lewis set the bar for Christmas adverts. Definitely. They have such a reputation. Yeah. Like, it's so people weird. watch... Like, my piano teacher used to always... Like, we'd always discuss it after it came out, and she would always wait on the, the night premiere. of the premiere. Yeah. So weird. Like, you, like, watch <laughs> ITV. stay up and then watch it. Yeah, they would be like, Pre- now premiering is the John Lewis Christmas advert. And you're like, yeah. but it's not filmed. <laughs> She'd always say, when the Christmas advert comes out, that's when Christmas starts. No, yeah, that's what... I think that that's a very, like, thing that most people say. But um, yeah. you didn't really like the... You, to be fair, every time we've been at uni, you have not liked any of the adverts that have come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. The dinosaur one or the dragon one. I'm quite one, negative whatever. person, aren't I? You just, didn't, you just didn't like it. Wait, what was the one before the dinosaur? No, the dragon. The, um... Oh, I don't know. The man on the moon. Man on the moon, yeah. And then it was Monty the penguin. But... I think with the whole Christmas ad, they obviously focus on a kid and an animal because, like, Monty the Penguin, apparently, I looked this up before we did our podcast, my research yeah. on it, um, apparently, the Monty the Penguin, they cost 95 quid to get the toy. Oh, my like God. Like, that, and they all sell out that year. Wait, what do you mean? So you go into the shop and you and want you a penguin it. Yeah, because it's, it's like, because these kids are watching it and they're like, oh, my, my God, I would never it. get me that. No, my parents would. They'd think, get stuffed. Yeah, no way. You're having a 95 pound toy. No. But I don't know. as well. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're a kid. Kids are like, get their saliva on it. Yeah. I don't know. No, but I feel like this year's was supposed to make you feel good, but I don't think it did. The, like you have to watch it a few times to, to make appreciate, it, appreciate it. it yeah i think when you watch it the first time there's so much going on like yeah it just goes from one scene to another yeah really lost. it's funny because like adverts didn't used to be a big thing and now there's such a big thing and marketing yeah for it definitely like, insane and they always seem to focus on a kid yeah, but because, you know, the one you were saying with the little boy giving his parents a present? Yeah. They probably didn't make much money off of merchandise. No, no, no yeah, they wouldn't have done. But then, since then, they've always had these characters, like yeah. the dragon, and penguin. the little animals in the woods, and the then penguin. snowman. Well, it's not really an animal, but that's like a different yeah. vibe. <laughs> and also, they choose very, like, they do covers of songs. Yeah, and that's the theme, isn't it? I researched this. This year was the first Christmas advert that they hadn't done a cover for. It was an oh. actual song, which was oh, really yeah, interesting. An up and coming artist. Yeah. I think she's been around for like since like 2016 or something, but oh, she right. she's not like that like known. So I mm-hmm. feel like this would have given her a Definitely. lot of exposure. She would have got so much money from it. It's like on Love Island, like so many artists get so many exposure on it. What music artists? Yeah, like on like TikTok and stuff. No way. So many Definitely people... on TikTok. Oh my god, you can that. go viral on TikTok and then get so many um songs from it. Because I some of my yeah. like at one point my playlist was just TikTok songs. Did you know that um, the more often you listen to a song, though, the more you like it? Really? Like, it doesn't matter if 
it's oh, not really go, your yeah. taste but it's like psychologically the more often you hear it the more you'll like it it's like the tiktok algorithm if you like something then it will come up on your feed yeah so if you're hearing a really like i don't know if you're hearing a song on tiktok a lot yeah you might like eventually find it on spotify and start listening and listen to, it. to it i always like shazam it or something or like it does come up on tiktok but me and Rav have been stuck in this awful loop of Ratatouille musical. And yeah. it's just one of those things where you can't <laughs> get out of it. We love Ratatouille, though. No, I like... It's, yeah, it's my it's favourite Disney film. No, it's a good film. But, yeah. I mean, this Ratatouille musical is just getting out. It's apparently. actually putting me off, Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, and also the fact you don't like musicals doesn't really help the <laughs> equation. <laughs> it's just so weird, though, isn't it? No, yeah, they've got, like, fully invested in it. Like, people it's are, like, doing far. sets, lighting. Like, music. the first one was funny. It was like, Rami, yeah. Ratatouille. That was quite funny. Yeah. But then, then it's just gone out of hand. I feel People like making set designs and yeah. auditioning. But don't look up on TikTok because you're going to be stuck in this loop and you will never get out of the loop. Yeah. To be fair, it's kind of like fizzling <laughs> out a bit. My algorithm. It's just I feel like Ratatouille has been such a theme in our house. Though. Yeah. No Like yeah. It's just because we've been laughing about it and sending each other TikToks. <laughs> I would literally. I'm not joking. I'd be sat across the room and Rab would be sending like five TikToks, and I'm like, I'm literally opposite. <laughs> <you."> <laughs> yeah. All be Ratatouille. And then you wouldn't do it on TikTok. You do it on WhatsApp, which is really annoying because you don't actually do it on that TikTok yeah, app. Yeah. Because it's asking for my number, and I'm just a bit like, no. Okay, well, that makes <laughs> life more difficult for everyone with TikTok. But no, yeah, I feel like TikTok is definitely going to... If we have another... I feel like if we have another lockdown, hopefully not, because that'll be like our third Don't lockdown, say that. It's going to be, like, got more popular. Do you think TikTok would be this famous without lockdown? Oh, no. I don't think so. Because yeah. they had Musical.ly and Vine and stuff, and then that, that fizzled out. I think it will... I think at one point it's going to genuinely fizzle out. TikTok? Then, yeah. Do you not think? I feel like it will only fizzle out if something different comes along. I think the only consistent one is YouTube. Yeah. Because I used to watch, like, YouTubers like Suella and Pointless. But Pop. even YouTube's not getting good. Like, well, I yeah. feel like they're charging for things now, aren't they? But you know TikTok... Um, so, you know how there was a threat that TikTok was closing down? They were all moving oh, yeah. to YouTube because YouTube was the only way that people could actually watch them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it definitely was, like, a marketing thing. I, I also think TikTok is so successful because of how easy it is to use. Like, you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't have to scroll. You just Well, you do, but you just swipe up and, like, everything is in reach of your thumb. Yeah, it's like another, it's a never-ending algorithm, so you just don't ever get to the bottom of the algorithm. Exactly. And that's, like, I think that's really clever. Yeah, no, it's so clever marketing-wise. Because if you look at, you know, like, Snapchat, it's yeah. really not easy to you. Well, it is, but yeah. it's, I don't know, it's I different. feel like we've grown up with Snapchat, that's why it's easy to you. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, like, my little brother, he's, like five years younger he does not use snapchat really he has really? an account but none of his friends use it my snapchat score is disgustingly high because i used to have <laughs> so many streaks when they're younger when i was younger so then i would have like 50 streaks and then i'd send them all yeah and then my like sister would be like i would get my sister to cover me in the streaks when i was younger like i'm going on a residential so you need to cover all my oh streaks my so God. i don't lose them and i give them like, it's like, the like watering your plants yeah doing your streaks. i know honestly like it was such a thing but to be fair like streets made me talk to loads of different people but it was just like at the point it got so like yeah. tiring like messaging people 
But um, no, I feel like Snapchat's a generational thing. Like it, only, and it's like a local thing as well. Yeah, because when I went went to Prague, some people, if you asked for Snapchat, they'd be like, "What? You use Snapchat?" Like, yeah. And think, then other people from other countries would be like, "Yeah, of course. Like we yeah, use yeah. it all the time." I feel like yeah, like my older sister just doesn't get the the concept. Of, like she has a Snapchat, but she's like, I don't understand why your generation uses so much. Oh, yeah, like, same with my brother. uses it so much. It's just so... I find it's my main social media to contact me on. Yeah. You're quite a WhatsApper. I don't know. Yeah, I think I am. I think that could have been your influence in Prague as well. Yeah, definitely. I have so many WhatsApp stickers. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know... What's, have I showed you? It's nice. I have, like... You know that, um... The little Vine kid, Gavin... Do you remember the little boy who makes really funny expressions with his face? No. <laughs> I think I need to rewatch this. Oh. I'll, I'll show you later. But yeah. um, he just makes such funny expressions. I have so many stickers. Oh, you have to show me. My Prague friends would use them. Oh. It was normal in their countries. So yeah. I, I just got all their stickers from them. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's, I've, never, I've never heard of WhatsApp stickers. I've never heard of it either. It's so weird. Wow. You've got to show me after I will. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then also we've been, we watched The Blind Side oh, recently. Yeah. yeah. And that was like a kind of, Basically, we have a box in our house where we all pick five films and then we put it in the box and then so we don't get into arguments on who wants to watch what. And then we basically make like pick it out and then whatever we get the film, we have to watch Mm -hmm. it. But it It doesn't always work. It'll be (laughs) like, oh, this one, and everyone be like, no. Yeah, it's like no one wants to watch Marley and Me, so I had to watch it on my own, which was very. I watched half of it with you. Yeah, we didn't watch the sad (laughs) bit. Yeah, I left for the I was there. I was like, that's enough. Absolute bits. And, like, our, my housemate, our housemate, Grace, literally was just not crying. I was like, oh. yeah, but she was just trying to... I think she was, like, looking down at her phone to, like, try to lessen the uh, impact. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm oh, going to get... You wanted to embrace that. Yeah, but anyway, we watched The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very Such wholesome... a moving film. Yeah, it was a very good film. Yeah. Um, what's the plot about? So, do you want to tell them what the plot was? Yeah, so... We watched it a while ago. So it's like this guy, and he's from like this really low income, low, no, like this really deprived area in yeah. America. I don't know what part of America it is. Yeah, I have no idea. But um, he he's got the right body type to be an American. I don't know what it's yeah. called, what the position's called, but he's got the right body type to be a certain position. So he yeah. gets put in the school in this position. Yeah. I think it's like a scholarship or something. Yeah, so basically they put him in a school and they're like, I think... Because he's never played football before. And then they're like, well, we'll teach him and hopefully he can get a scholarship. Because I think if you get a scholarship from the school, then it looks good on the school. If they've gone yeah. through like scholarships. Oh, if they've given like a kid from a deprived place. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And um, I think... I think it's called he's called Michael Earp. Like Yeah, it's based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on like this the person. And basically he has he doesn't have a dad and his mum is like a drug, drug addict and it's horrible. So then this like um this white family brings him in. Yeah. And he's then, also the only black kid in this all white school. Yeah, which is a big thing and in the film. And he's um, also illiterate. Well he's yeah. not illiterate, he's Actually, yeah, he is, isn't he? Like he He's illiterate, really... but he's smart at the same time. Like, yeah. they have to say his tests verbally to him. 
And then, because they kept giving the tests, like, handwritten, the teachers just basically thought he was really, like, dumb. And there's no point, because if you have to, to get a scholarship, you have to get an average of a G... Is it GPA? Yeah, 4.0. Yeah, or something. Or like, highest, no, I think so. he had to get, like, two or something. Yeah. And he was really below it, because he hadn't been taught most of it. And then, um, so basically, these teachers were giving it verbally to him, and he got better. Yeah. And then, But it was only because one of the teachers actually was like, no, we can't just... Yeah. You know, be like, oh, he's rubbish. And then the and parents, the parents who, the woman who brought him into the family, they're very, the dad was a professional basketball player. So then they were like, had they only brought him in to be a professional, playing professional sports or something? Mm-hmm. Was that to do with it? It was to then, do with the university. Yeah. Like, it, fans, yeah. The fans. So they so, were like, oh, is this all part of a plan? Yeah. And then they were like, no. Or to whatever. make you guys look good. Like, is yeah. this a charity project? It's really weird, though, because, like, I always forget that... Isn't it so weird that some people give contributions to, like, colleges in America yeah. and, like... Even I feel in like England, in England, universities, in England. like, just to help their kids get yeah. higher. Even at it. schools, like... Yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah, like, I feel like it's but very... Like, under... a generous donation. <laughs> yeah. It's like with people, like... Like, the Ivy League in America. I can imagine that happening a lot. Yeah, definitely. It's a different world, though. Yeah. Even though, like, how much sports is emphasised. Yeah. Have you watched Gossip Girl before? No, I haven't. Oh, well, like, if you watch Gossip Girl, they, like, all apply... I think one season they apply to the colleges, and they're all from the Upper East Side, so they're very well off. And, Mm. like, I think the parents, like, try to contribute, like, make a generous donation to get them in. Like, it's just so, like, weird how that they do it like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, like... I, just, I feel like it's not really talked about, really. It is weird, though, because what if you're not that clever and then your parents are just well off and then you get in? Yeah. But then I guess they pay for tutors if you're not keeping up. Yeah, so that's why they're so... I think that's why, because... That's why they're so smart. Yeah. And stuff. But, um, no, yeah. I just thought it was a very wholesome film. Mm-hmm. I was, like, tearing up already, like, when it just started. It is. It's so sad. Like, yeah. the beginning, oh, my God. It's just, yeah. like... It's just a bit, so like... bad for him. It's a bit... It's very, very similar to... Well, not similar, but, like, the wholesome aspect of Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. We watched that together, didn't That's we? a lot sadder, though, I feel. Yeah. That... It's not sad. You're... I think I, cr- I cried at the bit where it was happy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. At the end. Because, like, Pursuit of Happiness is about a family that wants... The dad wants to be a broker, but then they're so poor or something, they have yeah. to... That's basically They really story. struggle. Like, oh, yeah. my God. And you you just really feel it in that film. And then when they finally... Well, I don't want to spoil that. Well, yeah, but... It's, there's it's a happy ending. Happy ending. <laughs> yeah. But the, the really weird... Um, I saw the other... Not, like, the other day, like, the other month or something. Like, in the final scene, the guy who it was based on walks past will no smith way. in the like last scene and it's so weird because that's the actual guy that's like a oh multi-millionaire now. oh yeah of course i forgot that bit yeah no yeah but that was um that was a good film mm-hmm. no definitely but um also we're gonna do our agony aunt yeah do you yeah. want to read it this week okay so this has been sent in to our podcast dear Rav and freya i am a second year student and this past semester has been very alcohol heavy, starting to affect my mental health and my productivity. I want to have fun, but I don't want to be completely sober. What shall I do? P.S. I think your podcast is really great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you very much. <laughs> um, what do you think, Brav? Um, let's see. So, I'm probably going to be quite biased. Okay. But I've actually been doing sober for lockdown as yeah, well. Yeah. I'm so boring like that. I was shocked because we had a bottomless brunch for our friend's 21st. And Rav literally was sober for the whole thing. I, I thought know. you were going to have at least a glass I of thought something. I'd give in. Or a jello shot or something. Yeah, the jello shots really tested me. Because oh. I love jello shots. They were strong as, mm-hmm. literally. We made like 72 as well. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like brought out the tray and I was like, oh my Christ. That was so funny. Uh, which was ironic because the birthday girl didn't actually drink many of the shots. No, so it was, like it was literally people. between, yeah, two or three people had most of them. And it just didn't end well, really. No. <laughs> but anyway, like, I don't know. I think I did it because I was like, oh, it's lockdown. And I keep trying this every year. I'm always like, oh, I want to do dry January. It's mm. been first year and second year. I've tried and I've failed. So this yeah. year I was like, no, I'm actually going to do it just yeah. to see what it's like. Because honestly, I'd never had like, a fully sober night out so from having and also i thought lockdown is the perfect opportunity yeah i don't get as much fomo because we're still like you know we're in the house and stuff Mm. but um i tried it and i was quite proud of myself for doing it to be fair i was sober up till the 21st birthday yeah i hadn't really drank because i didn't really drink casually Mm -hmm. but anyway answering the question um being very alcohol heavy and started to affect my mental health obviously with drinking, it's very hard because I think when I was in first year, alcohol definitely affected my mental health a lot. Mm-hmm. With just the nights after, like hang anxiety. I think we mentioned it in episode one, but when we were uh, talking yeah. about how like you get anxious after nights out, mm-hmm. and that's the, that is the worst thing. It's not actually the drinking aspect that affects it; it's the afterwards of it. Yeah, and then you feel like you've done some so many stupid stuff, and you think that everyone. Well, I felt like that everyone just didn't like me, and that I was embarrassed mm-hmm. myself. When you got to realize that everyone's gonna be like equally as drunk as you. Yeah. Doing. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how it's affecting their mental health. Yeah. But I think if it's affecting your health... Then you should probably... If it's mental or physical, you don't have to be sober, but I think... You know what, I think after doing the sober thing, I can now say I can be sober as an option, but it might make me drink less when I go out, which would be good. Yeah, also, drinking does not necessarily equal fun, because it can always go quite badly. Yeah, like, it is an experience, it's a fun experience, but like drinking is fun like it is fun like people wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun but yeah definitely at the same time you gotta put in perspective is it actually gonna be good for you in the long run yeah i would say to this person i'd say try like a few sober nights yeah see how you feel yeah no and definitely then go from that yeah i think that's because the same I think the fact it's affecting your health i think you have to do something because nothing yeah. will change if you don't do something yeah and i have the exact same opinion i think if it you put your mental health first and answer like is it actually gonna be worth it in the end after drinking so much or maybe if you can't do sober completely 
just limit yourself to I don't know how many drinks half the amount of drinks you normally have and see if that yeah. has an effect or even change the drink because Definitely. I used to drink loads of VK well I still do but I've limited <laughs> myself massively for first year and I didn't realize they had an ingredient called taurine in it which is the red some red ball and like I would be shaking after it and I'm like well basically I've had several Jaeger bombs yeah. so that's really bad for you so I changed it to huge or something and mm-hmm. I definitely saw a difference in the next day of my anxious yeah because caffeine makes you really anxious oh and yeah alcohol is a depressant and then it's just yeah. bad combination see i'm see i can't drink caffeine because it makes me really stressed yeah that's the thing i stopped having caffeine as well yeah. i'm basically an old lady <laughs> having caffeine and the, what's alcohol? that drink you drink now the one Ovaltine. that we bought yeah me and rav bought like this drink called overtine and apparently it's supposed to it's send like, you soup it's like horlicks so it's like old people drink <laughs> it's got lots of like vitamins in it it just tastes like barley to me i really like it no i like it but it's just got a tint of you know when you get to the end of the drink and it's yeah. a bit strong and it you're like healthy no yeah but to finalize that agony mm-hmm. on i definitely feel like they should reevaluate how much they're drinking i think also the fact that you know with lockdown and coronavirus and stuff i mm. feel like when i drink i get really negative about that i'm yeah. just like or like afterwards i'll be like because know, like, realistically <laughs> in a lockdown you're going to be drinking with your housemates yeah so I think also with just your housemates around it, it can go either way. It can be really good or um, really bad, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you have been in the house with them for so long. It's already. a bit like Groundhog Day, isn't a bit, it? Yeah. So that's why people like do activities. But I think the drinking culture at uni is intense. Yeah, definitely. But what is your favourite drink on a night out? I never actually asked you this. I don't know, I like to mix it up. Sometimes I'll be like, I'll have some wine. Other times it'll be like, vodka. I'm night out, like in a club. You know, at pre. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, that's very. Don't even know they sell wine. In oh, club. in a club at Sambuca shops. My favourite. I hate Sambuca, hate it. Actually hate Just it. Just any tequila. shots, tequila or Sambuca, Ooh, I love. No. That actually turns my stomach <laughs> thinking about it. Um, but. I mean, I guess my favourite drink in a club was a VK, but I I go for a vodka orange as well. Yeah. Which is also bad because you maybe just... Maybe that's another thing. Like, maybe this person could just use more mix. So if you're taking shots all the time... Yeah. Depending, because we don't have the full context of the question. Yeah. It depends on what you're drinking. I think that Look has at a your massive habits. effect. Yeah. If you're drinking loads of Jaeger ones, then yes, I can imagine it affecting them as well. Because mm. it just shakes. Your whole body shakes after a night out. Maybe what they could do is... So you know what else is difficult? Because you're drinking at home, you have more of a supply of alcohol yeah. than if you were going to pre. Oh, true. So you maybe limit how much you buy in the first place. No, yeah, definitely. Because pre's like I would sometimes take it in like a plastic water bottle. Yeah. And then I could only drink that amount of vodka. Yeah, then you know day. you know how much you've had. But then I kinda gave up with that and then took the whole bottle. That is a bad idea. Yeah. Because you don't realise how much you're drinking, especially if you've got like a full bottle. Mm-hmm. So like that's yeah, I definitely quantities wise that's gonna be um the like way to do it i think yeah but yeah that's what we think yeah that's our end of our agony on and the second episode of our podcast yeah i hope you enjoyed yeah bye bye